You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey everyone, welcome to the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. And all we talk about on this podcast is Pinterest. Why? Because we love Pinterest and we eat, breathe, and sleep Pinterest here at Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon, and we help manage our clients' Pinterest presence so they can focus back on their business. But I also have this podcast to help you DIY your Pinterest marketing. And today we're talking about fall trends on Pinterest. And fall is the time of year on Pinterest where traffic seems to surge unlike any other time of the year. And so we definitely want to dedicate a a whole podcast to to it because we believe that it's a time where regardless of your niche, you can really try to get some extra steam happening behind your Pinterest marketing strategy and really optimize whatever you're doing to catapult you into the next year. So a lot of people will tell me that fall is their biggest time of year, especially if you are in DIY, crafts, lifestyle, food, if you do any type of shopping type of content where you're talking about gifts or anything that people are looking for during this time of year, it's definitely like your sweet spot. But for people who do business to business, kind of like myself, Fall tends to be not as big of a show, if you will, in terms of traffic, but we do see a little bit of an increase regardless. And what I want you to be thinking about, the business-to-business person that's listening, is I want you to be thinking about how you can add a little fall twist to your content. So even if you sell products that are very much available all year round, there's not a seasonal component. Think about maybe how some of your products can fit into fall. Or maybe there's a certain trend you see that people look for certain colors of your products or whatever it might be. So don't discount this episode completely. If you don't have a seasonal component to your content, really listen in and see if there's something you can extract from it that will help your Pinterest marketing strategy or your content marketing strategy. So for this episode, episode 113, we actually have a special checklist you can download for this episode, and it's called Fall Pinterest Trends. And included in this checklist, it's just a one-page checklist. We've included a list of all the trending keywords, so you don't have to take notes while I'm talking. And we've also included a place for you to list your top three fall posts from last year. Let's say if you were doing your content marketing last year, you might need to go back and update those posts. And so what we also do after you list which posts need to be updated, and some of you definitely have more than three, we suggest some ways for you to update them 
and what we would suggest that you add to each of these posts. And then in addition, there's a place for you to list the top three posts you're going to create for this coming fall. And what I like about having the three from last year and a place to write the three for this year is that maybe there's just a little bit of a twist that you can take for the new posts that you're going to be creating for this fall. Like if you talked about the best Thanksgiving side dishes and maybe, you know, this, I don't know, gluten-free stuffing went crazy. Maybe you want to create another spin on either side dishes or a gluten-free side dish or stuffing. So really be thinking about ways that you can follow the patterns of what people are clicking on. And if you recently listened to the podcast I did with Lindsay of Cotter Crunch, that was episode 107, she talked about something really cool about how she had seen the Pinterest users really grab on to this one specific pin and they kept pinning these these pins that had to do with this particular topic that she ended up creating a product from it. So that's why I like you to be aware of any trends that you're seeing and how you can monetize it or how you can create more content to serve your audience. Now, if you have not been doing Pinterest marketing for a long time and you are a new user or even a new Pinterest marketer and you're thinking, I wasn't even around last year, that's okay. You're still just kind of feeling your way in the dark. So what you want to do is you want to be thinking about your avatar. And even if you're new, you should have somebody that you're marketing to somebody that you're serving with your product with your blog post with whatever it is that you want to market. And you want to list in that little check in that little area that we provided the top three posts you're going to create this fall that you really think your audience would appreciate, or maybe it solves a problem for them. So over the last year or two on the Simple Pin podcast, we have gone month by month through the Simple Pin Planner. And if you don't have the Simple Pin Planner yet, it's something that created in conjunction with Tailwind. And you can get that by going to simplepinmedia.com slash email. And each month, we've gone through this planner and we've covered what are the topics for each month, what you should promote, content planning ideas, tips of the month, and monthly action tips. Well, since we don't want to just repeat year over year all of this, that's why we've done the fall trends. We've kind of encompassed it all together. So you can still go back, though, and listen to September, October, and November by going to the following episodes. 66 is September. 70 is October and 74 is November. And all of those can be found just by putting in simplepinmedia.com slash 66, the number or 70 or 74. And go back and listen to those. And if you don't have time to listen, at least go ahead and read the blog post. If you are a listener to the podcast, Every single podcast is transcribed, not into show notes, but into a readable blog post. And so it's between 800 and 1,000 words usually. We try to stay around there because we know that some of our listeners maybe only listen every once in a while. They tend to be more readers. 
So make sure you go check those out. So again, there's a lot that I just said, but there's a few things I want to just do recap. This is episode 113. So if you want the special checklist, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 113 and sign up for the fall Pinterest trends checklist. And then if you want to look at those other episodes, September, October, November, it is 66, 70, and 74. All right. So with that, let's dive in a little bit to the fall trends. Like I said, this is a time for significant traffic increases. And what we've seen in the last five years of Pinterest marketing is that really in August, we're already starting to see it. And then September kind of creeps up. And then October creeps up. And then it's like these things just explode in November. And then it kind of dies down a little bit in December. And then if you're a healthy food person, it increases again in January. And then it falls off a cliff on February 15th. And every February 16th, my group explodes with this conversation of why is my traffic down? Why is my traffic down? Well, I always tell people to look at, especially if you're one of those people who has been marketing on Pinterest for more than a year, if you have two years or three years, that's even better. You want to look at what's happening year over year. Can you identify maybe if you had a viral post last year that just went crazy? What will happen is that you might have a settling effect and your traffic might come back down to normal this year. So don't be concerned if your traffic is um, significantly lower, you sometimes should be worried. But if it's slightly lowered, I wouldn't be worried at all. But I would definitely be looking for when do your people tend to hop onto your Pinterest account? When do they tend to pin more things, click on pins? And knowing that is really, really helpful. In fact, I just remembered one of the podcasts I did with Jillian Tober Leslie was about seasonality on Pinterest. And it was really cool, her story. That's episode 42, by the way. It was really cool to hear her story about how in when she started to look at the yearly trends of traffic, she actually realized that Halloween was her big one for her site, Catch My Party. And Catch My Party, she was thinking, well, it's got to be Christmas. Or, it, you know, Christmas is just the big one. It's going to knock it out of the park. But nope, Halloween. And Halloween is actually becoming the second largest holiday behind Christmas. And so we really see Halloween start to trend in August and September. And there's a lot of people who DIY their costumes, a lot of people who are looking for non-traditional Halloween ideas or non-candy ideas, parties. Halloween searches, man, they go crazy in September. You know, people are really looking to up their game each year. I feel like Halloween is like out in the stores now for some reason. It's crazy. It's almost too early for me. I'm I'm a little bit of a curmudgeon when it comes to Halloween coming out too soon. And most of that is because my kids aren't even back in school yet. We don't go back until after Labor Day. And so it, it's like basically, too, you see the school supplies. You know, school supplies are out the beginning of July. And we're like just getting warm here. We're just gaining steam. Everyone's like, let's go back to school. And I'm like, no, we're not ready to do that. So, of course... I always have to remind myself to go buy school supplies a month in advance because by the time we get to September, they're all gone. So all that to say, September is a big 
big time for football, for comfort food, preserving. If you're in the gardening niche, man, there's so many things that you could talk about in the way of preserving the summer harvest. Uh, Fall weddings, you know, that's an interesting one that... um, we are going to discuss actually next on the podcast. We're going to be talking about the trends of weddings. And I'm super duper excited about that because I think there's a lot there that I don't know a whole lot about when it comes to weddings and when searches are popular. And ha- we're going to do some deep dive into, you know, what is a traditional engagement? How long does it last? And if people search for fall weddings really in fall, you know, or is it a different time of year? So anyway, um, look for that episode next. I'm really, really excited for that and the guests that we have. All right. So September, we're definitely looking at, you know, anything you can think of as it fall leaves. You know, it's very cliche. Everybody likes pumpkin spice lattes. And, you know, here in the Northwest, we totally gear up because we've been outside all summer and we're kind of ready for, you know, this whole um, cool down effect. And I've said this in previous podcasts and I have friends who are not like this. They're like, you know, they want the sun to stay around. We don't get a lot of sun here. And so the more sun we can get, the more happy people are in the Northwest because it can get pretty dark and dreary. All right. So there's a few things I want to talk about as you prepare for fall. And again, we have that fall checklist, but I also want you to be thinking about your boards. So I want you to be thinking about the names of your boards, specifically as they relate to fall. So think about going a little bit more niche. So if you have a board that's just called fall, I'd like you to take it a little bit deeper and talk about fall as it relates to some of your pillar content. And by pillar content, I mean your most important content. So that could be if you are a knitter. I don't know how many knitting people listen to this podcast, but I'm going to use that as, as an example. And maybe people are gearing up because they're trying to make Christmas gifts or they're even trying to make fall sweaters or fall scarves. It's okay for you to get specific with fall knitting patterns or fall scarf scarf knitting patterns. I love that Pinterest has been very transparent to say that these board names are really important in search and helping the machine because, you know, it's artificial intelligence has to categorize this content. And the whole goal is to get your pins served up to these people that are actually searching for it. So being very specific in that is incredibly important. And so really be taking stock of the seasonal boards that you have. How can you change up the title, number one? Or number two, maybe you could keep the title and create a second board. That is really important, again, that, you know, you... If you don't know what to do with the board, if you want to leave the name the same, that's okay. Create a new board that talks about what you think is people are searching for. The things that keep coming to mind for me are Thanksgiving. I see a lot of people with Thanksgiving boards, just basic, you know, Thanksgiving. And if you're a food blogger, maybe your target is gluten-free. So Thanksgiving gluten-free side dishes. Thanksgiving gluten-free desserts because people are specifically searching for things like Thanksgiving, Halloween, or um, tailgating, tailgate party. 
um, football party, football appetizers, football gluten-free appetizers. Before you make any changes on Pinterest to your board names, jot down a list, download this fall Pinterest trends checklist and just write a bunch of ideas on there. That is probably one of the best ways to start brainstorming. If you have people on your team too, maybe ask them for suggestions of names for the boards. And then think about incorporating those keywords into your pin descriptions. That's really important as well, because that also helps Pinterest match up the content with the person who is searching. So let's see what else in the fall. We definitely have like Croctober. Um, There's definitely traveling that happens. You know, Halloween is probably one of the, uh, not Halloween. (laughs) What are we talking about? Thanksgiving is one of the busiest travel days here in the United States. And so you definitely want to be looking at um, travel tips, travel tips for kids, ways to get cheap airfare. I know a lot of people are always searching Uh, for in, you know, they're probably buying their tickets actually in August or September for the Thanksgiving timeframe. And they're looking for the days that are cheapest to travel, or they're looking for great travel tips to save money or kid travel tips or road trips. So don't think about that stuff just for the summer, but really also think about it for the fall. We talk about, uh, A-B testing sometimes images. So images are good to test this time of year. So maybe last year, if again, I'm talking to those who have been marketing for more than a year. If you used an image last year that was longer than 1200, then you would want to update your images well. 600 by 900, two to three is the standard size. You can also use Canva, which is 735 by 1102. And Pinterest has said, don't go longer than 1200. So one of the great things you can experiment with is adjust down the old image and then maybe look at placement of your text, placement of your dish, let's say that you're a food blogger, or placement of whatever type of image you're using and how it hooks people in, how it connects with their emotion. And make sure if you're using a stock image, it very, very closely matches the topic. I see a lot of people who use stock images that don't relate in any way, shape, or form to the actual topic. So you want to be pretty close to that. And I always make this note with images too, that if it's a struggle for you, I get it. I get it. I get it. So ask for feedback. If you're a part of any community Facebook group, you can definitely ask in our group. I know there's a lot of people who will post in there that they're struggling with images. Feel free to post in there for feedback. There's like 13,000 people in there. They're always ready to give some feedback. Really be thinking of November too. November, like I said, is a big month when it comes to Thanksgiving, um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, gift guides. Gift guides are huge. You want to dust those off this time of year and get ready for the fall and even create some more. If the top three posts you want to create are gift guides for the fall, that is such a good idea. These roundups of probably like eight to 10 items or tips people really, really like. So you could even apply that to back to school. You could apply that to Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then do some gift guides for December, gift guides for like Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever it is that 
you end up celebrating that time of year and you know your audience ends up celebrating. And we have actually a course, How to Master Gift Guides, that we'll link to in the show notes as well. There isn't really much more to do this time of year, and I don't want to fill your plates with too many actionable items because what I see in most of the online marketing world, especially those of you who this is your high time, that is very stressful and it's very exhausting and you get to December and you're just completely spent. So in addition to thinking about how you're going to update posts, how you're going to change the name of your boards, all of that, I really want to encourage you to come up with a game plan of when you're going to hit the brakes, when you're going to take a step back, when you're going to rest, when you are going to maybe take a break from scheduling pins. And what I mean by that is you schedule really, really far ahead, maybe two weeks-ish, and you step back for a week and you just rest. Because I think that pace in our online world is so um, like fast and furious sometimes that we forget that we need to end up pacing ourselves a little bit. And so that's my little warning to you for the fall, if this is your high time, to just take a deep breath, figure out when you're going to hit your, I guess, I like to call them hard stops. I have a lot of hard stops in my business, um, even throughout the day, actually, is I set a hard stop at two and I don't check I don't check email, I don't check Facebook, I don't check anything because I need that mental break or I'm always going to be sucked in. So during this time of year, we actually take a break from the podcast, from email, and from we just lower our communication as a team the week of Thanksgiving. And then we actually in December, we will only onboard for one week and then we take three full weeks off in December from onboarding. And yeah, that costs Simple Pin financially, but I believe in rest and I believe in a pause. And so for us, those three weeks in December are a huge pause for us. We evaluate what's happened over the last year as it relates to systems, as it relates to our team. We even look at blog content. We look at everything and we kind of look back at the year and say, what is it that we can learn from this last year? What are the things that we need to change? What are the things that we need to keep? And for me too, it's looking at the podcast and saying, what's what's coming up next year? Where's Pinterest at? Where do we think it's going to go? So um, all that to say in my little rabbit trail tangent is I would highly encourage you to take a little bit of time while you're writing out all of your plans for fall, include in that a week or two weeks that you're going to build in a slower pace, or you're just going to take a break, which is hard. But I have learned over the years that taking a break is okay. And the world doesn't stop. <laughs> Not every, you know, if you don't do these things, um, what Pinterest is going to stop sending you traffic it's probably still going to send you traffic because you've been investing in it and you're going to actually be more creative as you go on. So and that's my little charge for you for your scheduling for the fall. And 
with that, um, that wraps up our fall Pinterest trends podcast. Remember, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 113. You'll get the special checklist for this episode. And then you can find all the show notes in addition to last year's links to those podcast episodes, 66, 70, and 74, which was September, October, and November. So with that, have a great day, everyone. And thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. Podcast.